0: I'm hot for teacher We thought we were done We thought we were finished We thought we would never talk about a movie minute by minute again But we were wrong Join us as we get to know The Cast Next Door. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of The Cast Next Door, where we love your um, mother's biscuits, I will say. (laughs) Um, I am Darren, I am the producer-editor, and for this episode I'm the host. This comes at the end of week Five, I think it is where we've we've gone through minutes 17 to 20. Uh, Michael was your host. One of his guests was Lan and the other guest is with me here today. And that is Gina. Hello, Gina. Hello. At this point in the film, <laughs> JLo is feeling isolated, I feel. Or should I say Claire is feeling isolated. She's got a husband who cheated on her and who's now on a camping trip with, with the son, which was at her behest. They invited her and she clearly, you know, she knew better. She was like, I'm not going camping. And i got to be honest, I cannot imagine uh, J-Lo uh, roughing it in the woods.
1: Well, I think the, char- the character, they, they really try to sell Claire as a sort of, you know, down to earth, suburban wife and mother. Her. you know she's you know baking all the time and you know just kind of you know doing the, the single mom thing while she you know figures out if things are going to work out with her and her husband it's not a not terribly convincing but she does try so it, it, it's possible she may have gone camping you know, once maybe
0: yeah but the look she gave Garrett when he said you know we're going to Mammoth Lakes so and she was like nah <laughs> she kind of before she said no before she was like you make it a boy's trip she'd rejected it with her eyes straight away she was like i'm not i'm not getting into that uh, which i understand because you know she doesn't want to be around garrett you know she reluctantly um let him back in for the birthday party um and then uh, while they're away <laughs> for some reason um claire's best or only friend has decided to set her up with um, what I feel is probably the worst first date in history. I oh, mean, yeah. Yeah. It's terrible in every You way. know, her boyfriend, who is no, you know, prize himself, um, who is revealed in cutscenes to be living with his mother, uh, who is apparently very sick. Um, which Vicky doesn't care about
1: Gall- gallstones. They 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 mentioned gallstones like right the dinner table at this restaurant that they're at.
0: Yeah, so I, so that's clearly what's going on with his mother. Um, I I mean where to begin with this date because before before Claire gets there, Vicky has attempted to get J into some uh, some shoes, which <laughs> I think. We can agree she didn't really need
1: yeah, yeah Vicky kind of tends to be like one of these people that pushes the idea of you know well, the solution to your problems is going out and getting yourself laid, which is I mean Claire seems sort of mortified by this idea and and I don't know if it's just because she's just not ready to you know move on entirely from from Garrett yet, but you know it, it's not exactly helpful advice. You know, just 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 pick some random dude and sleep with them. You'll you'll feel better about your husband cheating on you after you have this you know, you know, loveless sexual encounter with a complete stranger. I honestly can't think of anything more depressing than that. But I I guess it works for some people. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I, I mean I don't know if they're trying to paint Vicky as I, I I mean I don't want to say slut, but they 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 seem to be kind of painting Vicky someone who feels that. And this is not a bad thing, but being more promiscuous and being more... Obviously, Claire has been in this marriage for, I'm going to say, about 20 years. Right, 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 right. She hasn't been out there. Although Vicky has a boyfriend, it doesn't seem that serious.
1: Right, and yeah, and Vicky Vicky does not seem terribly. I mean, I, the movie doesn't really explain how long Claire and Garrett have been split up. I mean, I assume it's not very since Garrett still wants to try to work things out. But Vicky seems extremely unsympathetic to the idea of them attempting to to work it out even even though claire seems to want
0: to there may maybe i think there's a line later on in the film where they where i think kevin says something like it's been six months oh right 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 yeah you're so, right yes yeah. so that's so not I, very I, long that's
1: not very long though no, i know
0: mean, if you've been if you've been like married for maybe 20 years that's that's nothing is it so
1: right and you got you know when you have a kid in it it's it's you know speaking for personal experience we have a kid in it it's not always just you know well i'm gonna go out and run out and get laid and get a bunch of different boyfriends and you know, Vicky just seems really unsympathetic to you know, J-Lo being reluctant to get back into the dating pool after being, you know, with the same person for for 20 years and still, you know, evidently having feelings for him. And it's just, you know, so she more or less, she's definitely on this blind date under under duress. I mean, that, that's clear from the start, which is always going to be a... a you know, that's you know, a bad sign from the beginning that this is not going to be a thing that is pleasant for anybody.
0: There's been a little bit of discussion that I've had with people about how much Noah is planning stuff.
1: Yeah, I yeah, he shows a remarkable amount of foresight, almost to a supernatural level. <laughs> I mean, did he know going in that this was going to be a you know, this blind date was gonna go badly? I mean what what would he have done if she came home and you know, oh with this big smile on her face, like, Oh, i met the man of my dreams. You know, pack your shit, Garrett, I found someone <laughs> And it's like, but it's like he he somehow knew she was going on a blind. Did she tell him that she was going? I don't think she did. I
0: yeah. I, I, I I think um, in terms of what Noah has planned, and I think when we meet Noah, like in the, the fifth minute or so, I think he has already been there. Like I think he's 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 obviously been to his great uncle's house in the past. Maybe it was before the Petersons lived there, right? So. You know he's he's familiar with the town because he's it, not when he when they they go off to buy the clutch he's not struggling to find somewhere you know he immediately knows to go to the hardware store he knows where it is I feel like Noah when we meet him he's probably been there maybe uh, at least a couple of days
1: right but he's, he's like done some sort of like like reconnaissance mission on her and it's just it's just like it's like that he you know had he come there to the house you know some months earlier and caught like you know a peek at her and just basically you know. It's just, there's a lot of assumptions that he makes, and they all seem to work out in his favor. And so he somehow knows she's going to go on a date. He somehow knows it's going to be, the the date's going to go badly. And then he knows that, you know, by giving her some nonsense about microwaving a chicken, that that's going to, to, you know, appeal to her, you know... I guess I don't know if that's supposed to appeal to her maternal side or her liking to cook side, or just, yeah, you know, well, clearly she's going to feel, you know, lonely and, and in need of companionship, so she'll come over. And it's like, you, <laughs> if you had used this ability for forces of good, I mean, you'd practically be an X Men, you know?
0: <laughs> I think, I was going to say, I think in films, you can kind of have one coincidence. And the audience will go with it. I think once you start getting like a second or third coincidence, then you start to um, lose the ability to suspend disbelief and I think this this like first i think everything else can be planned like he could have he could have broken the clutch in the garage himself so that he can come and fix it. You know that could have been planned. He could have been there for a week and he could have been noticing that she 's alone a lot um, you know he, he could notice that her, her son is constantly having hyperventilating fits or whatever like there's stuff that he could have planned for but i think this is the one time where it's just a coincidence that she's had a bad date uh she comes home early she's drinking the wine she's looking at the plate of cookies
1: is is it is it it possible that maybe he's following her and like just Uh... kind of just kind of peeked in and saw, because, I mean, you could, you know, see by the body language that this date was not going well, and then she walks storms out in the middle of it. I mean, i probably giving the movie a little more dramatic <laughs> leverage than it deserves, but, I mean, that's the only way that this makes sense.
0: Well, I'm not going to say that he followed him, but I'm going to say that maybe he he was in his house, and obviously, because she's alone, you know, all the lights would have been out, so he knows when she gets home. Right, but he, didn't, right but he on. didn't
1: know, I mean, unless he kind of surmised... You know, with his Sherlock Holmes-like power of deduction, that because she's she's she walked out all dressed up, that oh she must have gone on it. She must be going on a date.
0: Yeah, we don't see her enter the house like we just see the bad date. We see her leave. We see her in the house. So he could have easily seen her come into the house looking like you know she was she'd had a bad night, and he might be thinking, well this is it. This is the opportunity. As with the garage earlier, where he might have just heard the noise of the clutch and thought this is my opportunity to go and introduce myself. He might now be thinking the lights are on. I've just seen her come back, and she looks miserable. This is a good time to call up with, you know, the <laughs> world's worst kind of lamest excuse. Of and tra- tell her that like, I'm an, mic- tell
1: her that I'm an idiot who tried to cook a tried <laughs> to cook a chicken in a microwave.
0: Is there stuff further on in the film that you didn't get to cover that you'd kind of like to discuss a little more in depth? uh obviously we've kind of you know we've covered the kind of whole vicky claire relationship
1: yeah another another example of just you know noah's otherworldly you know ma- you know mastermind abilities is the whole thing with um ally was that the, the the girl that worked at the uh the, the yeah. hardware store A-
0: y- ally callahan
1: yeah um it's just like again you know you, how did he know that you know Kevin was going to have a crush on this girl? And it's like, the way that they, that Allie and Noah interact with each other, it's like, do they know each other already? Or I mean, it's it's. You know, all he has to do is give her, like, a, you know, like, later in the scene when he, when Kevin tries to ask her out, and she says no, and then, like, Noah standing behind her, kind of gives her, like, a little nod, like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, you know, you know, and now the plan, now the plan shall proceed. <laughs> and, and she goes, oh, yeah. well, I don't have a date to the dance. Wink. And, you know, and, and just, you know, because, and again, to show how, you know, naive and, you know, not really getting a good read for people Kevin is, you know, she obviously does not seem comfortable with the idea. She's like, oh, but I don't have a date for the dance. And it's just, she's just, yeah. there's such a palpable lack of enthusiasm and, and, you know, and it's like, oh, well, I'm just kind of going to go through the motions before I can, you know, you know, be done with the dance and go home and, you know, sleep with the hot guy. And as I said, that whole sequence was just like, oh, this is really, you know, unpleasant. And how she leaves a little crown on. And I think the reason why she leaves the crown on is, is like, so the audience is like, oh, that's the girl Kevin took to the dance. <laughs> <And> it's because <like,
0: laughs>
1: yeah. otherwise it would just be some anonymous blonde girl. And
0: it's... Yeah, it, it's, I think that, like, that relationship is one of the reasons why I think that... Noah has been in town not like the first day we meet him is not the first day when he fixes the garage I think he's been in town at least a week or so and in that time he's hooked back up with Ali who we maybe knew when he was like uh, a kid or something or right I mean it's you
1: know she's an attractive girl I don't think that she has to be bribed you know to not bribed she she has to you know well i'll sleep with you if you go to the dance with this nerdy kid <laughs> i i don't you know male female relationships don't tend to work like that i mean yeah noah's a really good looking guy but i mean you know he's not so you know you know spectacular that this you know this you know attractive girl is going to put herself through not much humiliation but the the you know the discomfort of going to a dance with a kid she's not really into just for the opportunity to, to you know sleep with this you know this guy who is probably too old for her anyway but just that's just a whole weird uncomfortable
0: sequence kevin uh, being the the stereotypical kind of nerdy kid he describes ali as the most beautiful girl in school which of course is always a realistic goal to set um to put someone on that kind of pedestal of course so i i I was under the impression that ali was maybe like a year older than kevin or something or like at least a little closer to noah's age than kevin is and that was yeah the probably that I, I mean y- y- it might just yeah, be yeah I mean, that, that that's that's possible that. yeah but again yeah like you say like um when it comes to um you know uh power dynamics within relationships i'm not sure that a, a guy like withholding sex as a blackmail strategy is ever really one that uh, <laughs> is realistically going to work.
1: Right, like 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 Claire. I mean, this this is not a girl who who you know, has to go through a lot to get a guy to go out with her or sleep with her for that no. matter. You know, I mean, and and and. It's just you know again it's like okay movie we get that this guy's a scumbag you know I mean you don't have to have him you know manipula- sexually manipulating you know possibly an underage girl you know and it's just you know it's like oh, that's gross don't do that movie
0: and also I you know obviously doing it in front of Claire like not do like
1: right and again I mean did he know that yeah. did he just count on that that I mean yeah I realized there was a you know, a pattern of her sort of, you know, peeping at him. But, I mean, did he just know at that exact time and that exact moment that she was going to be standing there looking at him? I mean, again, it's just like, how do you know this is going to happen?
0: (laughs) I feel that that's one of those situations where um, he would do that, like, I feel that he was going to have sex with Ali, like, every single night that week (laughs) with the curtains open until she saw it. That was like his plan. It's it like was it's like, like can you know. be here?
1: Can you be here between ten fifteen and ten thirty? That's the only time that's going to work for this.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he's like, can you do that for the next five nights, just in case she doesn't catch us? Because that's the
1: yeah. No, wear the tiara because otherwise she's not going to know it's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is the message he is sending to her? I mean, she doesn't want anything to do with him at this point. You know, I mean, is it like, is he like, you know, this could be you or, you know, oh, you've been replaced. Well, that's what she wants. You know, it's like. Yeah. I, I'm She's sure moved the reaction... on. She
0: doesn't, yeah. she doesn't want to be in that bedroom having sex.
1: Yeah. It's um... like, you know, what, what reaction is he trying to get for her with this? I mean, other than, oh, you're a scumbag for sleeping with, you know, the, 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 the girl that my son has this big crush on. I mean, that's not, I don't know what reaction he wants to get from her with that, but it, it's just, yeah. Uh... Yeah. It's just a it really icky scene a kind of icky movie the question that keeps coming up is you know what is his end game in all this
0: you know the way the film ends obviously it spirals out of control and um you know vicky bites the bullet uh, and noah ends up in a barn with the peterson family and he gets his just desserts but if that were not the route it were to take like if claire didn't regret the morning after um having sex with noah I I I don't understand what his next move is. Like um...
1: he he is. It, and, and the whole thing of this, you know, his you know mental illness, whatever. It, you know, the fact that he apparently has a very strong moral code because this all started because his, you know, his father cheated on. Which, okay, well, the mother did commit suicide. I think they mentioned so fine, but but yeah. you know, this is all you will know, we'll, we'll, you know who are you punishing here from this? I mean, you know, obviously, you know, he thinks, you know, Garrett is this, you know, terrible person, person who must be punished for cheating on Claire. But it's like, well, you know, all right, but, but what is your, you know, you know, shouldn't you be just kind of, you know, still be, you know, kindly insinuating her, insinuating into her life rather than, you know, tormenting her by sleeping with young women and and you know <laughs> suddenly being you know threatening and violent when she you know has you know regrets about you know sleeping with you it's just like you know I, I it's
0: very puzzling his end game doesn't really seem that clear unless he you know he wants to get married to um to claire which i don't think he does i'm not sure that that's ever
1: i, I think he just uh, wants to be kind of like this you know hero who, who makes her feel better for having been cheated on and, and i don't I don't know. None of it really makes sense. And and again, going back to, you know, you know, how did he know all this? I mean, you, how did he know, you know, okay, she, you know, there's, I don't see a man here. Well, you don't know that, you know, there's no man there because her husband cheated on her again. I mean, that's being, you know, really oddly presumptuous. Yeah. And you know, uh, and and I don't know yeah. that she would just, you know, tell this, I mean, how much of your personal life are you going to tell to this, you know, 19-year-old that your son pals around with?
0: <laughs> yeah. Although she does immediately tell him uh, Kevin's embarrassing story. Well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, in, so. and, and,
1: and again, I guess maybe, I mean, and I probably again, I'm giving the script a little more depth than it than than it deserves, but I mean, maybe it's some sort of sign of how lonely she is that she's like you know blurting out all this stuff about her personal life to this to this kid she just met and then they, and he's like you know filing it all away to to you know use either in his own favor or against her later i mean i don't i don't know it's just it's very it's very odd
0: uh let's talk about uh, you know the the main actress in this film the one who i believe managed to get it at the green light um when she signed on which is jennifer lopez and she does a lot of work in this film this is um, there's a few scenes without her, but this is definitely her film.
1: Oh yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a you try to, a return to her dramatic chops, which I will be honest, I've not seen a lot of J Lo movies, um, yeah, so I, I can't really compare it to you know, you know, well, yeah, you know, this is the best performance she's given since blah. I I don't think I've seen a lot of her movies, I mean, but I mean, if you were to ask me, I mean, she seemed okay i mean i again i i don't i don't really buy her as a you know lonely middle-aged single mother but but you know you know as far as her performance it was it was pretty good
0: yeah and she i mean she does her best to sell that she does her best to sell the idea of being a you know a wronged woman who is also an english teacher um who teaches a very specific class (laughs) um you know but i i i think you know obviously just because of her her fantastic looks it's very hard for her to to kind of play dowdy in any way so they they don't i don't think they really try i think they just you know they leave it as she is, and they just acknowledge that that's what she looks like so
1: they say we can only do so much people
0: (laughs) yeah so i mean you say you haven't you, you don't recall seeing any other jennifer lopez stuff but are there any other jennifer lopez films that you can think of uh, in the past that you may have seen that you've enjoyed i
1: think that i think that i saw um uh out of sight with george clooney I, I remember i remember thinking that was pretty good mostly bits and pieces um i've never i despite being a uh a uh an appreciator of bad movies i've never seen geely it's it's that's a little that's a little too much that's you know that's kind of like you know uh you, you, you go you jump from like you know smoking a little smoking a little weed to going right to heroin that's a little that's a little too <laughs> that's a little too much of a, of a big jump for me but um yeah I, I oh you know what i've seen i've seen selena which was like one of her first movies she actually was really good in that um but i mean that but that movie's about that movie's about god that movie's about 20 years old now but I, I do remember that she was very good in that
0: so thank you very much gina for joining me on this bonus episode to talk uh a little bit more in depth about the boy next door. Sure. Uh, I feel this is a film that obviously deserves um, <laughs> this kind of scrutiny. Um, you, we can you can follow us on uh, at first ed iliad on Twitter, and you can find us on iTunes which will also take you to SoundCloud or various other WordPress. We're all over the place. If you search for our name, you'll find us. Uh, Gina, do you have anything that you wish to plug?
1: Um, well, I do have a blog about 70s and 80s television. It is tune in tonight at tonight com, And I also write horror movie reviews at thehorrorwithin.com.
0: So, you know, thank you very much for joining me.
1: Thank you. And
0: thank you very much for listening. Goodbye.
1: Bye. This is a first edition?